Welcome to Evidence Space Mommy. I'm your host, Dr. Samantha Radford, and I'm here to combine science and wellness to help parents and kids thrive. Hey everyone, welcome to episode six of Evidence Space Mommy. Today we are going to be talking about my favorite supplement. So this isn't like a, you know, ad for a particular brand or anything like that. This is just actually a real mineral that I have found has made a huge difference in how I feel and in my stress levels and sleep and all of that. And so I just want to be able to share it with you. So as a nursing mother, you know, you're often, rightfully so, you're warned about taking any medications or supplements that it could affect your baby or that it could affect your milk supply or something like that. But there's actually a lot of things that you can take. Now, we can get into all of that in a whole nother episode. But just one thing that pretty much any breastfeeding or chest feeding mother could take is magnesium. So it's really helpful, especially for breastfeeding moms. And there's very few contraindications for it. So what's so great about magnesium is that it can help Nursing moms especially, because there's a lot of challenges that we face, you know, just in this stage of life that magnesium is like perfect to help with. So first of all, before we really get going, I wanted to let you know that this episode is sponsored by the Breastfeeding 101 Action Pack. So this is perfect for if you're still in those new stages of breastfeeding and you're trying to learn what do I even do, where do I find support, That's exactly what Breastfeeding 101 is for, so you can go to the show notes and get your copy there. Now, on to talking about magnesium. Magnesium is an important mineral in the body that regulates nerve function, energy production, and blood sugar control. So having enough magnesium can mean better sleep, fewer migraines, and more. It's especially helpful for women of childbearing age or, you know, who are breastfeeding, It can greatly improve mood, it can lower anxiety and depression, and is especially helpful for mood swings that are associated with either PMS or PMDD. It can also do other things like relieve restless leg syndrome and improve your mood like we mentioned before. And so yeah, let's kind of go into more depth with that. So... As is the case with a lot of different deficiencies, magnesium deficiency causes really broad, vague symptoms. So it's really hard to pin down, but at the same time, it can have effects, you know, like all over your life. And because there's, you know, there's a lot of stress whenever you're a new mother, there's lack of sleep, there's mood swings, there's hormone changes, all of this. So a lot of times what could be magnesium deficiency just gets blamed on everything else. And so it's not something you tend to look into. Plus, a lot of times that's not one of the things that doctors check for. And even a subclinical deficiency in magnesium. So what that means is like technically, according to a test result, you have enough magnesium, but it's still actually kind of on the low end. Even that can cause some of these symptoms. So... These are sort of some of the things you might want to look for to decide whether or not it would be worthwhile to check about taking a magnesium supplement. So one of the biggest issues with magnesium deficiency while you're breastfeeding is 
my chair is squeaking, (laughs) isn't that, it's increased depression and or anxiety. So there are many studies that show that magnesium supplementation relieve depression and anxiety, and that's because magnesium decreases the production of stress hormones like cortisol, and that helps regulate more of the feel-good hormones like serotonin and dopamine. So it changes your brain chemistry to help you feel better. So keep in mind whenever you're thinking, gosh, am I, you know, depressed or anxious, it might not look like what you're thinking. So depression doesn't always look like feeling sad and crying all the time. It might feel like more like I can't drag myself out of bed. I don't feel like doing the stuff that I need to do every day. I don't have the energy to take a shower. Anxiety might not look like feeling nervous all the time or exactly like it it might not be just, you know, nerves and worrying and all that. What it might come out as is irritability. So I know especially for me when I'm feeling especially anxious, I want to control everything. And so if things aren't going the way that I think they should, I will snap at someone, you know, because I want them to fix it. So the depression anxiety might look more like laziness isn't the right word because it's not being lazy but that's how some people might interpret it or they might interpret it as you being irritable or angry or something like that so just be aware this is how these things might manifest in addition you might have sleep trouble when you are deficient in magnesium so we already know that it's hard enough to get sleep when you've got a baby or even a toddler But when you don't have enough magnesium, it could be even worse. So you might have a hard time falling asleep. You might wake up in the middle of the night and have a hard time falling back asleep, which is something that I deal with. Another problem you might have, especially if you're taking certain medications like Zoloft. So I have a whole episode on whether or not you can take Zoloft while breastfeeding. Um, You can also have something called restless leg syndrome. So I can remember, gosh, it's been 10 years now, but my grandfather, when he was sick, he had something called restless leg syndrome where he was just like moving his legs all the time when he was lying down. And it it was strange to me, you know, when I didn't have any, any way to like relate to it, I was just like, what is this about? But once I started taking Zoloft, if I wasn't hydrated enough and if I wasn't taking a magnesium supplement... This is something I would deal with. Again, it gets worse right around PMS because so many things do. But it would just be like you're trying to go to sleep and you're laying there. But it's like you just need to move your legs. And you can't really describe why. It's just like they feel kind of creepy crawly. And moving them relieves it. And it's very frustrating. But again, magnesium helps with nerve function. Magnesium greatly reduces that restless leg syndrome situation. Again, like I said, if you're having like really intense PMS or even PMDD, um, magnesium can help with that. Now, again, you might not be dealing with that at this time because if you're breastfeeding for a lot of people, that suppresses your cycle. But for those of us that, you know, still have a cycle, no matter what, it seems like it can help with the mood swings and the cramps and all that kind of stuff. You know, studies have shown that magnesium supplementation, especially if you take it during the second half of your cycle, can really help with PMS. 
Another thing that it can help with, which again can be related to PMS, might not be, is headaches and migraines. So there's lots of research out there that shows that magnesium deficiency is associated with increased numbers of migraines and tension headaches. But again, you know, take a supplement and that could be relieved. Now, one thing that is unique to breastfeeding mothers, particularly if you're nursing a child who is over a year old, or if you're tandem nursing, basically you've got a newborn and a toddler going at the same time, it tends to attack more for the toddler, less for the newborn. But there's something called nursing aversion and agitation, where basically when your child goes, and it can help happen with smaller babies too. I'm just saying it tends to be worse with toddlers. But it's like when your child goes to latch, it just bugs the crap out of you. Like you just don't want your child to nurse. You just like, you know, you just feel like you could just claw your skin off. Like just make this sensation stop. Um, which can cause a lot of angst, you know, as a nursing mom, cause you're like, oh my gosh, like I want to be able to do this for my child, but my body hates it. Like what is up with this? It's very frustrating, but one thing that can help it once again is magnesium heads up. Another thing is hydration. So drink enough water, take a magnesium supplement and all of that. So of course, the question becomes, you know, like, oh, well, magnesium can help with all these symptoms, but am I allowed to take it while breastfeeding? Will it hurt my supply? Will it hurt my baby? Are there any problems there? And fortunately, like I said, except for in like rare situations, which honestly, I don't know what they would be, like maybe like kidney failure, like unless you have something really serious going on, of course, talk to your doctor, but you should be able to take a magnesium supplement and be just fine. So magnesium does not cross over into your milk very well. So there's not going to be like a whole bunch of extra magnesium in your milk if you take it. And on top of that, um, infants don't absorb magnesium very well anyway. So like even though it goes through their digestive system, like it just kind of goes back out. So it's not like your baby's going to get like OD'd on magnesium or something like that. And as far as milk production, I've seen some places that sell magnesium supplements that try to claim that magnesium boosts breast milk production. Honestly, I'm kind of iffy on that. So magnesium in and of itself doesn't really have anything to do with milk production. But like we've said before, it makes you less stressed. It can make you feel calmer. It can make you feel more relaxed. And as you may know, you know, it helps you to have a letdown of milk if you are more calm and more relaxed because there's oxytocin involved, which is like the love bonding hormone. Um, That's what helps you have a letdown. So if it's a matter of you're having a hard time having letdowns because you are super keyed up, then magnesium can help because it helps you relax more. And then if you're more relaxed, you are better able to let down the milk you have. So in an indirect way, it can help with production, but you know, maybe, maybe not. So the next thing that you might want to know is there's a lot of different kinds of supplements out there. So like, which one should I take? So again, I'm not like, I'll put 
a particular brand in the show notes. It's not necessarily that I'm like married to a particular brand, I'll be honest, but it's more like the type of supplement it is. So you'll notice like if you're reading the back of like a multivitamin bottle or just like kind of the cheapest magnesium supplement that you can find, it is made with something called magnesium oxide. So magnesium oxide would be basically like swallowing rocks with magnesium in it. Uh, It's not absorbed well by the body, so you don't get much of the magnesium, you know, that you take. It's not bioavailable if you want to use the fancy scientific term. So generally, (coughs) excuse me, I don't use magnesium oxide. I don't really suggest it. Like if you're just, you know, trying to stay as cheap as possible, like I guess you could take it, but you're not going to get as much benefit. So instead, the other two forms that would be best are magnesium citrate and magnesium glycinate. So there is like a few subtle differences between how they work in your body. The biggest thing is that magnesium citrate could have a laxative effect. So whenever you get like the saline laxative, like if you've ever had to take a saline laxative before a surgery, like the night before, and had that awesome experience, magnesium citrate is that same drug. So you're not getting the same amount, but you know, you get the idea. So you might not want to go crazy with magnesium citrate, but at the same time, like if you're having trouble in that department, maybe. I prefer chelated magnesium. So you might see it called chelated magnesium. You might see it called magnesium glycinate. Those are both the same thing. Um, But it's better absorbed by the body. Doesn't have the laxative effect. Plus the glycine. So it's called, you know, magnesium glycinate. Um, That means it has glycine in it as the counter ion. But it basically is... An amino acid that can help you feel calmer it can help you sleep better so if that's one of the things that you're looking for with magnesium then probably chelated magnesium is the way to go that's what I suggest now another way that you can get magnesium and honestly there's like limited evidence on this but there's some evidence that you can absorb magnesium dermally so that means like through the skin So when people want to do this, they use something called magnesium oil. So it's a spray liquid. Honestly, it's actually just a really, really super concentrated solution of a magnesium salt. So it's called oil, but it's actually water-based. It's just that it's so concentrated with salt that it feels kind of slippery. That's why people call it an oil. So if you get one of those, you have to watch out once again. Because, for example, some places might say, and I'm just throwing this out there, I don't Remember, this is a specific sea or not, but they might be like, it's magnesium oil from this dead sea that we got. (laughs) And it might have magnesium, but if they got it just from like a lake or a sea or something like that, it's going to have magnesium, but it's also going to have a lot of other minerals in it. And some of them might be fine. Like there might be calcium and there might be, of course, sodium, you know, stuff like that. But there could also be minerals in there that are toxic like lead or cadmium or mercury and we don't want that so you might be better off getting one that is actually just magnesium oil so just make sure that you pick a magnesium oil that is free of lead other heavy metals all that kind of thing so I have used magnesium oil 
when I do, you can, there's a couple different ways I've done it. So some people say, put it on the bottom of your feet and then put socks on and then go to sleep. Cause you know, if it's supposed to help you sleep anyways, then let's take it right before bed, putting it, putting the socks on. Sorry, my, my dogs are making noise. Anyways, <laughs> putting your socks on will help, um, keep that magnesium oil there. Honestly, I don't like the way it feels. So you spray it on and then, like I said, you know, it kind of has that oily feel at first. And then after it dries though, if you've ever been to the beach and ever like played in the ocean and then got out and then you know how afterwards like the water dries and you've got that salt, like that sticky, slimy kind of feel because you've got ocean water like dried on you. That's what it feels like when magnesium oil dries. So that bugs me. Um, if you really want to go the magnesium oil route, which you totally can, if that still, if that feeling bothers you, just leave it on for like 20 minutes. That's long enough for stuff to absorb. And then you can rinse it off and you'll be fine. So of course the next question is, you know, well, okay, so I can take magnesium. That's great. How much should I take? And of course, first of all, always talk to your healthcare provider about any of this, you know, anytime you're going to start a new supplement. So, but with that said, the La Leche League, which is a breastfeeding, an international breastfeeding support group, they have suggested 500 to 1,000 milligrams of a calcium-magnesium combination, um, particularly like if your cycle has started back. If you don't want to go with that, if you want to just take magnesium and not so much calcium, you can just take the dosage on the back of the bottle. Usually that's around 400 milligrams a day. Now, of course, you know, you can get magnesium from food. That's always a great idea, too. There's several foods that taste great and are fantastic for you and also have a lot of magnesium. So some of those include beans and other legumes. Black beans are some of the ones that have the most magnesium. Plus, they have, like, some of the most protein. Black beans for the win. Nuts, like almonds and cashews, are great. Peanut butter has magnesium. Other seeds, like pumpkin seeds. If you're into fish, like more fatty fish, sorts such as salmon and mackerel, both have magnesium. One of the best sources is dark leafy green vegetables like spinach and kale. Those have tons of magnesium and are really just all around fantastic for women of like childbearing age. Bananas and avocado actually have a good bit of magnesium. And finally, dark chocolate. So this is part of why, you know, you hear about having chocolate cravings right around like PMS. Part of it is your body wants magnesium. So, I mean, there's great, you know, easy ways to add this in. Like, this isn't like a nutrition <laughs> um, podcast per se, but, you know, make a salad, add some nuts, like out of spinach, add some nuts or seeds on top of it. Um, avocado is just the best. You know, here's your excuse for the classic millennial avocado toast. Eat some dark chocolate. It'll be fantastic. Um, yeah, so eat foods that contain magnesium take a magnesium supplement too, it really makes a big difference. So I'm not, like I said, other than, you know, making like 20 cents on if you buy through my Amazon link, like I'm not getting anything out of telling you to take magnesium really. <laughs> it's just that I have seen the difference in my life. So 
like the only time that I don't take it is if I run out and forget to go to the store for a couple days and just haven't gotten more of it yet. And I promise you, I can see a huge difference in my mood. Like I get a lot more snappy with everyone. I get a lot more stressed. It, it makes a really big difference. So try it out. If you haven't taken magnesium before, try it out. See if it makes a difference for you. If you have taken it, I would love to know in the comments. How was it? Did it help you feel better? So let me know. And like I said, if you're still like super new at breastfeeding or even if you're pregnant and you're like, gosh, I don't even know where to begin with this. I've got my quick start guide, Breastfeeding 101. You can grab it from the show notes. And let me know if there's any other supplements you would like for me to talk about. Thanks. Thanks.